0: Coming at you almost live, like a vaccine to cure stupidity. <laughs> this is The Last Stand. Hey. I'll play the part of Jam and Jeff C. along with. And I'm Sergeant Stout. And we're two guys hanging out here trying to navigate through this crazy world, one issue, one topic, one opinion at a time. We're kind of like a shotgun loaded with opinion.
1: As we are, man. That we are. Just trying to navigate through this coronavirus crisis, man, one week at a time and reaching the other side.
0: All right, Sergeant Stout, it's good to see you, my friend. How are you?
1: That's good to see you too, brother. I'm doing great. Just, hey, man, life isn't changing for me. I'm just staying home and playing video games. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just the same to me.
0: So you're crushing it on the video game tip because you are a, I would call you a professional video gamer.
1: <laughs> I, I try. I, I try. mean,
0: you were like, you're, you're into it. That's, that's your jam, mm-hmm. video games. So what did you notice this week as far as the coronavirus world we live in 2020? I mean, it, it, it's so surreal. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's the world's biggest reality show. It's the biggest event of our lifetime. Mm-hmm. We're living through history.
1: Oh, yeah, you can't escape it. Every time you turn on TV, every time you get into a social circle, it's all coronavirus, coronavirus. Are we in the middle of it? Is it close to the end? And I think it, we're at the stage, General Jeff, where everybody's just getting tired of it. Yeah, They're I just think, I tired think
0: of it. yeah. My week, so your week, you just noticed things out and about, anything different on from your viewpoint that just you've seen?
1: More people going outside. Right, right. That's General J.C., there is a growing feeling in the U.S. People are just tired of this. Right. They want to go outside. Here's, they want to get back yeah. to work.
0: Here's what I've been seeing outside. And the common denominator here is Trump bucks. Yeah. All right. <laughs> With that said, I notice at the stores now, like let, I went to the, the store that has the red dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Now, I went there last week and there were some people in there buying essentials, right? Yeah. Well, now ever since the Trump bucks, that's what I like to call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are now gravitating towards the apparel section. They're going yeah. and they're they're going to the the DVD section, which I didn't even know still existed.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: they're buying electronics in the common denominator. Once again, Trump bucks, mm-hmm. which really it's government money that will end up paying for one day. But I think it's, it's a great way to get us back to some sort of normalcy. But here's the deal. People have these $1,200 checks or $1,200, you know, deposited in their account. Mm -hmm. And so now a lot of them are just going out and spending money. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing more traffic. I saw more, uh, I've seen more lines at the drive-through. We went to Zaxby's before the show and we had to wait, what, a good uh, 20 minutes because there were eight cars in line Oh, yeah, man. Now, a week ago, it was like a ghost town. You, you, you didn't see anybody. Nice. So I think, you know, this is a, a great way to get back to normal. So, you know, the president's clever when he comes to saying, okay, how do I put this thing back together? How do we take out the jumper cables to jumpstart this? All right, let's give people $1,200 mm-hmm. so they can go out and spend. But with that said, I think people, they've had cabin fever, Right.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, they, it's getting, it's getting about right. that point. You ever,
0: you ever pick up a rock and underneath the rock there's a bunch of, bunch of ants and they scatter? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's kind yeah.
0: of where we're at right now. The, the, the big rock is being picked up and the ants are scattering in 27,000 different directions. And I think people are just out just because they're tired of being you know, under lockdown. Yeah. So now it's like a, <laughs> a, a sniff of freedom. So it felt good. It was nice to see more uh, I never thought I would be glad to see more traffic, but I did see a little bit a spike in yep. automobiles today, yep. driving to and from uh the studio, yep, driving yep. out going to zaxby's. yeah usually, I'm complaining in traffic, but today I was like, well, it looks like America's trying to you know get going again but um but it is interesting times we live in and but we've got right now, and we're glad you're listening. we thank you for listening. We have a uh Last Stand exclusive. Mm-hmm. Now, you've got some 411 here. And uh, I got to give you credit because you dropped this on episode one. Yep. And now it's starting to gain some traction.
1: Yeah, it's starting. From
0: the... Uh, the mainstream media.
1: Yeah, it's starting to reach the mainstream a little bit. You know, people are starting to talk about it like this is a serious thing. So way back in episode one, I dropped it. We started talking about the coronavirus way back when it started to, you know, really take off in early March. Right. And late February. And I, I said on the, uh, on, on the first episode, listen, this virus is from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And that was back when the news was saying, oh, it's from a bat. Uh, the U.S. troops took it and put it in China. Right. There's all sorts of weird oh, yeah. stories rolling around. The internet it, is loaded with them, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But just this week, you started seeing, it started creeping out. Articles on Newsweek, articles on Bloomberg, the China and the World Health Organization has been caught in a cover-up of trying to cover up the coronavirus and the real impact that it's had. And they've been covering up the numbers as well, trying to keep them down as uh, low as possible. So for for, for the last stand viewers, what we're going to do for you guys today is we're going to give you guys a full tour from front to back, a full timeline of what has happened in China during the full timeline of the coronavirus and what they have done to cover it up and keep it hidden. That's right,
0: so what we're gonna do here is we're gonna rewind in history. This is a Last Stand
1: exclusive, hit it. Mm-hmm. So, December 6th, way back at the beginning, patient zero, a man linked to the Wuhan wildlife experiences uh, flu-like symptoms. Five days later, his wife, who had no direct connection to the market, also experienced similar symptoms, which suggests a human-to-human spread. That was December 6th, the first virus. Okay. Not more than three weeks later, a doctor by the name of Zhang Jinxian. Who? Zhang Jixian. A doctor from the Hubei Provincial Hospital of Integrated Chinese and Western Medicine tells health authorities that the novel virus was affecting 180 patients in Wuhan, China, and that it was caused by a new coronavirus. Not more than three weeks later, we go from one patient to almost 200. Wow. Four days later... The Citizen lab on December 31st. The citizens lab at the University of Toronto discovers that Chinese authorities began censoring certain internet terms from the social media, such as the Wuhan unknown uh, flu, the SARS variation, the Wuhan seafood market, and other keywords that condemned the government's handling of outbreaks. So, already you're having. Even as small as 200 victims, you're starting to have the government, they're covering up the news. Censorship. Yeah. I mean, Censoring. it's, we, we, you know, we had a feeling
0: that these numbers we were getting were complete B, you know what? Mm-hmm. And so now it's, now, now we're, we're getting this. So I'm not surprised,
1: but this is fascinating. Well, if they're going to do it from the beginning, like. Oh, yeah way before it even like went crazy during the Chinese New Year that means that they knew ahead of time that this was like they they'd created this somewhere and they knew it something had got out. So even as early before the new year, they already started going through the process of covering it up, trying to keep the public's knowledge of this as low as possible. Already next date, January the 1st, CNN features a story about Dr. Lee Li Wen Liang. One of the eight doctors in Wuhan who warned about the spread of the virus on social media in late December, he not only ended up contracting the virus himself, but he was labeled a rumor mongerer by the Wuhan police and detained for making false statements. Later on, the police forced him to write a self-criticism saying that his warnings had a negative impact on society, according to the Wall Street Journal. And guess what happened to him? He didn't make it by February. That that uh, virus that he caught had taken him out.
0: Now here's the question: Did he really get the virus, or did you know? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I, I think he got the virus. But there's depending on who you believe on the Chinese media. There's rumors spreading that uh, the that he was denied treatment. Think by about the that. Wuhan hospital. So if if you're if you are against the Chinese government, they will just let you die they just won't care about you they won't give you no treatment they'll just let you pass on because that's that's all they're
0: all about wow 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 so this is you know i'm not surprised though it's china Mm -hmm. you know bottom line it's china
1: i mean it's they own the state media over there there's no such thing as freedom of speech the only story that gets told is the one they want
0: to so you know that the numbers have been completely waxed Mm-hmm. that they've been completely fabricated. Mm-hmm. So what is the actual real number?
1: We may never know, mm-hmm. we, we, we but it's scary. We don't know, but I mean, there's people, there's ways you can tell. Like, for example, they have satellite imagery of all the incinerators in Wuhan, China. And they've been going pretty much, even even to present day, they've been going about 24-7 Yeah, just the furnace is going. You can see the the expel of the fumes in the atmosphere. You can read it on the heat maps. And from that, you can kind of get sort of an estimation of how many people have died. Because they got to dispose of the body somehow. Yeah. So, you know, easiest way to do it is incinerators. And according to Bloomberg, thousands of urns was found at the funeral homes in Wuhan. And uh, Radio Free Asia is reporting as many as 40,000 people might, may have died there uh, just in Wuhan alone.
0: Think about that. Now let's take out the, the map of China. Just in Wuhan alone, 40,000 people. That's, yeah. just, that's just one area.
1: Mhm, and um, the official numbers say that uh, even the ones that got revised today, they're saying just under four thousand through the whole country, and it's one, oh, oh, yeah, it's one point three yeah, billion yeah. people in the country. Come on. there's no way that
0: number is is way too low. Nah. There's no way. You know that that number was fudged.
1: Yeah, that was fudged. It was fudged, and you know, you you could just read through this whole timeline. You know, um. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't until, like, late January that the World Health Organization and uh, the um, Chinese government, around January the 21st is when they finally decided, we're going to admit that this thing is real. All, it wasn't till late January according to the timeline that they actually decided, you know, they were going to recognize it.
0: Yeah, and the well the World Health Organization sketchy at best.
1: Yeah, they're 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 funded by China. Yeah, the guys on. the guy that's in charge of it right now was put there by China. They funded his election, so you know, it's it's very mysterious, man. It's very mysterious. They're in cahoots together. They're the ones who push the whole idea about this stuff and if they had put out better information from the beginning all the stuff that happened in italy france the united states new york city wouldn't have been near as bad but they put out bad data from the beginning they told us it wasn't a big deal and uh well you see what happens in the world it's on fire
0: and here we are today and the totals here in america the numbers are going up Mm-hmm. The, the totals here. Let me check them out here. Where am I at here with the totals? <laughs> where am, where are my totals? Please stand by. I'm searching for my totals. I got them right here. Oh, you, got you got them, them right there. To? Yeah, you got them funny. All right, let's go. So.
1: We're, we're at, right now in the United States, we're at uh, 36,500 uh, people that have passed away, and we're at just over 700,000 confirmed cases. So as far as the, if you compare them to the uh, flu virus in the United States, the flu kills anywhere from like 36,000 to about uh, 60,000 okay. a year. So we're we're at the curve. We're starting to curve to where people, you know, the 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 deaths in New York are starting to curve a little bit. You're you're having less and less pass away every uh, every day. So we're we're getting about there. If we can just flatten the curve, get over the hump, get all these uh, inhalers into the hospitals like we need them, I mean, we might just hit flu numbers. We're right there, man. We're right there. And you know, as far as the worldwide is concerned, we're about uh, just over 150,000, just over two million. So it's all about treatment. In treatment, Jeff. and
0: we are making progress. And and yes, this is a real thing. People are dying, but it, but it's it's we're experiencing now. You know, the whole lockdown vibe. People are tired of it. People now have twelve hundred dollars to spend. Yeah, they want to go out.
2: Yeah, and people are starting
0: time. to say, "Listen, do we really need to be on lockdown?" How long is this going to last? And we want to get out there. And people are starting to rise up. And there are parts of the country right now, parts of the country right now that are saying, we're getting a little bit fed up. We want to go back to work. Yeah, You know? And uh, patriots in America are starting to speak out. Yeah. And uh, in Michigan, they're getting fired up. Yeah. And that's really (laughs) kind of... You know, you hear the shot heard around the world, right? That phrase. Well, in here, in, with this coronavirus 2020 world we're living in, Michigan right now, they're starting to rise up and they're starting to say, hey, listen, we want to get back to work. They've got a governor there that's put the, the clamp on the state, and, yeah. which is a lot, and she's a lot more harsh than other states, and they want to get back to work. They are beyond fired up.
1: Yeah, Whitner over there. Governor Whitner. She she came out with those, uh the stay at home order that's at some of the harshest in the country where she has ordered it. She she's made it to where like you cannot even leave your house and visit your neighbor. You're forced to stay at home. If you have uh, any family in a neighborhood that needs help from her fam- their family to make it by, uh, sucks to be you. <laughs> I
0: mean, think about that. You just want to go out. I mean, it, it's uh, you want to see your family. I, I understand that. And uh, you can't. You've got a dictator governor saying what you can and can't do. I understand we all have to do our part. Yeah. Social distancing, I get. Uh, going to the store for only essential items. But doing other things is... Uh, It's beyond me. All right, so let's go right now to, what we're going to do is we're going to drop an audio nugget here. We're going to go to Michigan. We're going to go to Detroit right now. Fox 12 in Michigan, okay? Um, They're fired up. Let's go to Charlie Langton right now with this.
2: Tell you what, this uh, protest called Operation Gridlock was supposed to start here at the state capitol at noon. But we were here about nine o'clock, and I tell you, this thing was going on strong. So let me just tell you, show you how big this is. This is Capitol Avenue, right in front, of the, uh, in front of the Michigan Capitol. But take a look there, all the way down, as far as the eyes can see. Jeff, turn around this way. This is Michigan Avenue. And you can see all of the cars so far away. I'll tell you what, why don't we just go over here? We might as well go this way. Talk about gridlock and loud, the the substance of this protest. Now get out of the street is that they don't like, many people here do not like Governor Gretchen Whitmer's executive orders. In particular, the ones that say they cannot work. Also, they're not happy about not being able to landscape, go boating, as you can see from the signs around here, a lot of, yes, a lot of supporters here, impeach Whitmer, a lot of Trump signs, a lot of uh, people from around, I've met people from all over the state here. now. It was supposed to start at noon. What time is it? It hasn't even officially <laughs> begun yet. I but love it. For what you can see here, these people are not going to be leaving anytime soon. Oh. So, uh-
0: All right. So um, you've got you've got some um, patriots that are fired up. You know, they they they've had enough. They have. They've had a you know what load of, of Governor Whitmere or Governor Twitmer, whatever you want to call it. hmm. Um, here's the deal. Government employees are getting paid. And you've got people in Michigan who aren't getting paid. Yep. They, they're they trying to make their mortgage payment. They're trying to feed their families. Yep. And you got this governor, you know, just, you know, ratcheting it down. You know what I mean? Just uh, uh, clamping them down. Yeah. And and they've had enough. So they're rising up. Here's the deal. They, they've got their $1,200. They want to go out and try to plug back into some sort of normal life. Yeah. And meanwhile, you got these governors are saying, well, no, this is not essential. That's not essential. You can't do this. You can't do that. Meanwhile, they're still getting paid. They still have their benefits.
1: Yep. And you know, in the back of my mind, their minds too, a lot of these are Democrat governors. I'm, I'm sure some of them in the back of their mind is like, well, I want this to recover, but I don't want it to recover too quickly. Oh, yeah. We wouldn't want the economy to become good enough to, it might help Trump get reelected.
0: See, that's the thing. It's like, we all want a good economy. I don't know who, but you're right. There are people on the left, there are politicians that don't want to see this recovery. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see it being jump-started. We had a record economy six weeks ago. Yep. And so, um, you know, Governor Whitmer, she's infected with the power virus.
1: Uh, she is. She you you is. know
0: what I'm saying? It's, and, and her butt is going to get voted out. Mm-hmm. Her butt will get voted out because you've got patriots assembling, all right? that that believe in the Constitution yeah that are assembling and saying listen lady we've had enough of this
1: and I I tell you what it was wonderful watching that event because the way they organized their event they called it operation gridlock that's what they called it over Facebook (laughs) I love it and they had Michigan Avenue right in front of the Capitol building in Detroit from one side of the street the other as far as the eye can see you just had cars bumper to bumper traffic
0: it was uh trump flags don't tread on me flags Mm -hmm. uh the american flag old glory you know four by fours pickup trucks muscle cars motorcycles yeah 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 patriots of all different ethnicities assembling together because they love this country they love the freedom in this country and they want to exercise their freedom their freedom they want to go back to work Yes. They want to go back to work. Yes. And, and I think you need to have common sense policies put in place and not be some supreme commander, dictator, slash, you know, mini Hitler. Yes. Uh, you know, keeping people down. So I'm glad that they're rising up in Michigan. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's going to kind of be the spark. And President Trump, listen, wants to take out the defibrillator and save our Thri- once thriving economy, yes. So, this has to happen quickly for this for this to happen, mm-hmm. and so he needs to do that.
1: And I think he will, because it's one thing you have to understand, the, the biggest problem with this coronavirus is that it's just, it, most of it is just in the city. That's yeah. where all the action's happening. Uh, New York City alone accounts for just over one-third of the deaths in the United States. In the entire United States, just one city. Yeah. So you have plenty of places that just have low populace, population density, not a lot of people living there. They can just go back to work like normal. The, yeah. the most important thing we need to keep an eye on is these big cities. We need to have like a partial uh, unleash of this shutdown. The people who are out of the cities, everybody go back to work. The people who are in the cities, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on them, make sure this stuff doesn't get out of control.
0: Absolutely. And so the people rising up in Michigan, true patriots, mm-hmm. you know, raising the red, white, and blue middle finger and saying, hey, listen, we've had enough of this. Mm-hmm. We've had enough we want to get back to work. So, uh, you know, God bless those people and God yes. bless our president because he's got a tough job. Now we go to Texas where next week, Governor Greg Abbott, this guy has the cojones to kickstart the Texas economy. It's like firing up a, a Harley, right? Oh, yeah. Next week, it's like firing up a Harley and he's going to give the green light for retail. healthcare is going to go back to elective procedures. Mm-hmm. Imagine this. Parks are going to be open. Yeah. Now, with common sense measures put in place where you got to keep your social distancing and you got to wear a mask. Yeah. And you can't be sneezing on people. Uh-uh. And, and so if, I think if we exercise common sense, yeah. then I think we're in a good position to do this. Because what we need to do is now go out and spend money yep. to keep this economy going. Yep. So let me ask you this. So as we start to get back into going out and not buying non-essential things, right? Right now we're, we're told just go out to buy essential things, food, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But we're gonna get back to buying whatever you want. How are you gonna feel when you go into a store and you go and you see a t-shirt that you want and you look at the tag and it says China? <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, you think about it, it's like all this crap going down with China, having unleashed the coronavirus into the world, and then tried to cover it up. I mean, I I think you're going to get to the point, uh, General J.C., where people are just like thinking, all right, I can't buy from China anymore, can't buy from the United States. Exactly. What what is India making nowadays? Where did all the made-in-India stuff go to?
0: And one of the reasons why some people don't like our president is because he wants to bring manufacturing back and he has to a large degree already oh yeah but i would check this out i've got an idea here this is a last stand idea what we like to do here on the show is come up with ideas for problems in society so how about this i would feel much more comfortable going into a store and buying a t-shirt or socks or jeans or a TV knowing it was made in America. Mm-hmm. But I think, unfortunately, we have been programmed here in America to buy things on the cheap. Yep. We want to buy stuff on the cheap. So we're, we, we've been already programmed in a way for years. Mm-hmm. We don't want to spend a lot of money. And so what happens is the containers come over from China. Right, and we buy the stuff from China mm-hmm. because we want to get it on the cheap. I would be willing to pay more as a consumer if I knew the items that I bought, T-shirt, socks. Socks are made in America, but T-shirts, jeans, shoes, baseball caps. If they were all made in, a, in America, made in the USA, I would pay 10, 20% more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, now, as a social experiment, With all of this going on right now, all the awareness of how China has been kind of, not been truthful about what's going on, how they kind of don't really like us, because they don't really like us. They want to make as much money off us as they can, but they don't really like us, right? And I'm not talking the people, it's talking the government. It's not the people's fault, it's the government, right? Yeah. So check this out. So you got a, we're going to call it, the Blank Mart store, you know what I'm talking about? So let's say you had a Blank Mart, which is fill in the the blank. Yeah. Walmart. Yeah. So let's say you have a Walmart where a lot of stuff is made in China, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then right across the street, you had Made in the USA Mart. What parking lot, now be honest, what parking lot, let's say six weeks ago, do you think would be filled? Would it be Walmart or Made in the USA Mart? Based on the cheap factor. Oh, I mean be honest
1: yeah I mean it'd be let's be honest there's a lot of stuff in China that's saying it's on the cheap man it's gonna be tough to beat them out
0: right so I think the unfortunately the the Walmart where a lot of stuff is from China the parking lot would be full yeah. across the street made in the USA mart there wouldn't be a lot of cars in the parking lot because it would be 20 percent more yep but I think now that would be interesting to see what parking lot would be filled
1: mm-hmm.
0: or full. Would it be made in China, Mart, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, fill in the, the blanks for all the stores. And I don't want to bag on Walmart because some stuff is made in the USA, but a lot is comes from China. Yeah. Across the street, made in the USA, Mart, where everything in that store, everything in that store is made in the USA. I would pay more.
1: Oh, I would just love to see it. Like if there was a, there would be a, I think there's a huge market. Like if somebody wanted to create a convenience store or a, mar- or a supermarket, just completely based on the fact that it's locally produced goods. I would love to see how far yeah. it would go.
0: I would pay more for any item, mm-hmm. including electronics, all of that stuff. But see, because we have smart people here. And I think what we need to do is we definitely now more than ever, when, 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 President Trump takes out that defibrillator and saves our economy, right? Like Superman. And God bless our president Mm -hmm. for having to deal with this mess. Mm -hmm. God bless him, right? But it would be interesting to see if there will be a wave of of awareness and people saying, listen, we want to only buy things that are made in the USA. A, it would provide more jobs. People would buy things that are made here. And we could take pride in made in the USA. There was a time in this country where things were made in the USA. And guess what? They were the best.
1: They were the best. Highest quality, renowned
0: the world over. I mean, flashing back in history, rewinding. When I was a kid going to Sears, Mm -hmm. Craftsman Tools, (laughs) Kenmore Washing Machines and Refrigerators.
1: General Electric TVs. I'm, I'm sensing a common thing here. Everything is hardy, tough, yes. good,
0: strong, resilient, well built, made in the USA. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful thing. And automobiles at one time were made in the USA. Yep. And here's the problem with a lot of cars now there's a lot of American auto manufacturers where the cars are outsourced and built elsewhere. Yeah. And there are Japanese companies here in America where they make Toyotas in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So you got a Japanese car that's probably more American than some Fords. <laughs>
1: now think about that one. I know it's interesting how that is, right? And you know, it's it's at the end of the day when you're like Ford or something, it is real tough. I mean, real tough to make like a really good locally American-made car, but all the all the parts are produced from China. It's yeah, just it's here. it's
0: it's such a hot mess. But it would be. I I I really wish we could go back to. And I, I think we need to really move towards that. And, and I'm, I know our president is, re- that's really on his bucket list of things to do yeah. while he's in charge. Yeah. And I think he's going to get reelected. He will. He's going to ride this wave. It's inevitable. He's going to bulldoze it. He's going to come in like a bulldozer. I mean, and, and, and he's going he's gonna to get a second term. But I, because what he started, right, he mm-hmm. needs to finish.
1: And he will. He and
0: will. prior to five weeks ago, the economy was firing on all, on all eight cylinders. Yeah, I'm- and with a loud exhaust roaring down the highway like a muscle car. And the last six weeks have been tough. It has been. And I I feel for our president because he's inherited a nightmare. But guess what? We've got the right guy in charge at the right time
1: yep he's been on tv every single day giving us the daily updates talking us through the tough times and the liberal media is given him flack i mean they oh. always say oh if only he had shut down the country two weeks earlier well if he had shut down the country two weeks earlier they would have started you know complaining what? about shutting down the country uh, two weeks before the that.
0: left the left Stream media is high on Elmer's glue. They are unplugged <laughs> from reality. They need a complete... Uh, what we need to do is come up... Listen, I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor. We don't play doctors on TV. But we need to come up with a, a vaccine to cure stupidity. Mm-hmm. Big time. Because we have... There are people in America that are infected with the stupidity virus. And there is no cure. Nope. So we need to maybe have a telethon to raise awareness to... uh Nah, just turn off <laughs> CNN, man.
1: Just turn off CNN. That's all it is. It is beyond
0: People... ridiculous how they try to twist things into what their narrative, what they want to force feed you. It's like eating bad uh, tuna. Mm-hmm. It just, it doesn't taste good. Nah. Hey, Mikey, he doesn't like it.
1: Yep. You know? I mean, it, it's just because... I. Honestly, honest to God, if people would just turn off the media for like two weeks, if they turned off the news media for two weeks, it is amazing how quickly your perspective on life can change. Because some people just live life, and it's literally, it's like you're being reprogrammed like a computer every day. You, you turn on the TV, <clears throat> software (laughs) updates uh, uh, orange man bad uh, i gotta know what to fuss about today and (laughs) that's all it is and but if you turn off the news media the people that are liberals that you know pair the liberal talking points they don't know what to talk about anymore because two weeks you've forgotten everything and
0: here's the crazy thing about the left stream media so the president is doing updates every day and giving out vital information that america needs to hear meanwhile as soon as it it, it takes a positive turn with uh, our president the mainstream media turns them off and then they one of their commentator experts starts going they're talking how disrespectful is that you got the president of the united states giving america an update on coronavirus and you got some blowhard with a bad tie on the on left stream media you know, basically yeah. saying they know more, yeah, they, like like they have the information that the president has. I don't think so.
1: Yeah, they, they, he's the guy with the most information. Exactly. And they shut him off in the middle of his press. And he's
0: talking about things that are good, like coming up with. Um, solutions to the problems yeah. he's like the mechanic saying all right we've opened up your hood here's what's going on I've got a team here we're looking at it right
1: well, you know why they do that right oh
0: of course they don't want to give this guy credit for anything he could come up with a cure for cancer tomorrow and they'd be like <laughs> it's enough to make your head explode it's, seriously
1: it's been proven by science <laughs> Every time that Trump is on TV, every time somebody listens to him without interruption, without the the liberal talking people parroting over him, every time his poll numbers go up. Exactly.
0: And see, that's where the lamestream
1: media, Mm -hmm. pulling a
0: quote from Sarah Pengelan back in 2008. Remember Mm -hmm. that? Should be the lamestream media.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, they they go crazy. Mm -hmm. They just, they cannot... Accept or sit at the table of reality and eat a reality burger. Ah. Sit down, eat the burger. This is the truth. You need to eat this. It's good for you. It's like a little kid who won't eat his veggies.
1: I don't want to eat those.
0: (laughs) Then go to your room.
1: So go to your room. They they haven't been able to eat them veggies since 2016, man. They've been against him. The day he's been elected.
0: And he is like Superman. Mm -hmm. And so, man, our, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to Mr. Donald J. Trump, because this guy is one of the hard, he's probably is the hardest working president in the history of this country.
1: Yep, he's out. He's been out there since the beginning, man. I mean, everybody's forgotten of all the trade deals he's unleashed. Everybody's forgotten about all the uh, corporate headquarters that have moved back from to the United States and brought all the jobs with them. It's all down the memory hole, man. But up until six weeks ago. At unemployment, 3.8.
0: I miss the good old days. Mm -hmm. I miss the good old days of a Trump rally. (laughs) We'll get back there. We've got to get back. We've got to. And and so we're moving forward. We're staying positive. And I think, you know, I'm going to still quote my wife on this one. She said, be prepared and not scared. Yes. Be aware. Um, Think outside the box. Listen to the truth. And so that's what we try to do here
1: listen to the truth man that's all you You know
0: we're just going to be give you the real deal america and the world the straight dope we're not going to sugarcoat it you know you may agree with us you may disagree with us and that's okay because we we live in a a free country and we have the right to speak our mind Mm -hmm. and so we welcome your opinions anytime on the social media tip
1: yes uh, all you guys have to do is look, uh, look look us up on The Last Stand on Facebook. Look for Donald Trump riding a tank. That's us. You can also look me up at Sergeant Stout on Twitter and uh, General JC uh, from my fellow co-host over here.
0: That's right, because I, I have general common sense. I can't help it. I'm infected. I, I, <laughs> I You know, I can't help it that I have common sense. I, I You know? It's just... You
1: you just got to be you. I'm I'm a victim. I'm a victim. Yes. I I can't help it. I have common
0: (laughs) sense. All right. It's time to get to you, Ranch Nation. And if you want your shout-out, we'd be more than happy, happy, like in the 1990s, to give you a shout-out. Say that five times fast. Yes. On the social media tip, Twitter and Facebook, we got LA checking in. What's up to Krista? We got Gary G. in New York City. Eduardo in Miami says hello to Vanessa. He is a part of the... Last Stand Nation, so thank you so much. And tell a friend. We got Kenworth Bob. Kenworth Bob is a trucker rolling across America, and he downloads this podcast while he's helping keep America moving. You know, truckers, he's keeping America moving and part of the backbone of uh, this nation. Keep it moving. Yes, that's right. Mr. M, he's a patriot, and he checks in in Boston. He's a great guy. We got Steve J in Charlotte, and we've got A big shout out to all essential workers right now, if you're working in a supermarket, if you're a fast food worker, if you're working at a warehouse, if you're working security, if you're first responders, law enforcement, Mm -hmm. medical professionals, doctors, nurses, you work in a hospital, you're transporting someone around the hospital, taking them from point A to point B, thank you for doing what you're doing. Also, big shout-out to our United States military. Yes. For keeping this country safe. And also, a big last stand, 100%, red, white, and blue, USDA choice, prime shout-out going out to our Commander-in-Chief, President Trump. Thank you for being our president during this historic time we are living in
1: hmm it's been exciting ain't it it's
0: it's we're learning something new every day and listen we're not experts we don't claim to be we're just two regular guys trying to figure stuff out and we want to thank each and every one of you for listening to this podcast do us a favor tell a friend because this is basically word of mouth
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't have any big corporations backing us, guys. I'm sorry. We don't have no uh, big blowhorn in <laughs> New York City saying, everybody, look at the last stand. All, all it is is word of mouth, guys. It's every one of you guys saying, hey, listen, L- listen to this great podcast I heard. We're building it one at a time, man, one person, one county, one city at a time. And it all starts with you guys, man. You guys listening to us and supporting us every step of the way.
0: We thank you. We appreciate you. We can't do this without you. You make this show happen. And with that, we're going to say a big see ya. God bless you and God bless America. This oh. is. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. I got some shout outs. You got to a do shout out? Quick. Do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Uh, also, shout out to my buddy Charles and uh, the YouTube, uh, you, a very good YouTuber that uh, helped me out with the uh, timeline today uh, from China. His name is Coriana Jones. Coriana Jones has a lot of info. He gets buried by YouTube because they don't want you to look at his channel, but he he has all the latest updates on what really is going on in China, the stuff that the CPC hides. Uh, check him out if you get a chance. Coriana Jones.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Big shout out to you. Check it out. God bless you and God bless America. This is... The Last Stand. See
1: ya! See you guys. Y'all take care.